0: Welcome to Present Truth Broadcast with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. Brought to you by Present Truth Ministry A teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's word For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng How many of you were blessed by that session? Amen. Praise God right I I think it's very uh, important Um, sometimes we see people from afar and um, we don't know a lot about how they got to where they've gotten to Um, and I, I usually say this that if you see people who didn't go through so much to get to where they are it was because Someone in their generation Made a decision You don't have to blame them For for instance Their children won't have to Go through all this It's not their children's fault If they hadn't also made that decision See the price you don't pay now Your children will pay it There are no free lunch in life And sometimes Taking the price If you don't pay the price Someone else has to so sometimes you have to sit down and decide what do I do today to avoid the next generation going through this process Are you following that And you don't have to get um how do I how do I put it you don't have to feel oh these people they don't have they are not going through anything no somebody went through something for them Are you following that? And from that generation to every generation, we keep what? We keep building. Make up your mind that you'll give your next generation a better foundation to walk from. Not just materially, because sometimes we focus on material things. Not just materially, but also spiritually. Okay? You give them a strong heritage of faith. Alright, our time is gone. We'll just see how far we can go this morning. Let's pray. Let's get into the word. Father, thank you because I'm anointed to teach your word And your people are anointed to receive the word I thank you because the word comes And we have spiritual insight and understanding Into the mysteries of God's word Our lives are better for it Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name I started saying on Wednesday And I'll encourage you to make the weekly services I started teaching on Godly counsel As a principle for success Godly counsel As a principle for success please you need to get the message i cannot go over that again but i just want to read exodus chapter 18 and verse 17 to 18 exodus chapter 18 verse 17 to 18 moses father-in-law told him what you are doing is not good verse 18 you will certainly wear yourself out but you and these people who are with you because the task is too heavy for you you cannot do it by yourself verse 19 now listen to me i'll advise you and may god be with you you are to represent the people before god and bring the disputes to god now if you look at verse 24 the bible says moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said Now, I want you to follow something about Moses. Moses was a man that when God called him, there was a burning bush. I'm not sure, apart from maybe Paul, nobody had a more dramatic call to ministry like Moses. The Bible even says that the prophet, God speaking about Moses says, If there are prophets, I speak to them by similitude. He says, but by Moses, I speak to him face to face and this man for him to excel in his assignment of taking the children of israel to the land of canaan he had to listen to his father-in-law he had to listen to godly counsel most times children of god fail because they wouldn't listen to counsel and like i said please you need to get wednesday messages foundational we went through The places in proverbs where it talked about godly counsel the need for counsel that through counsel purposes are established and i believe that if we would humble ourselves and listen to godly counsel our life will be better for it never grow to the point where no one can counsel you anymore don't get to that point never get to the point where you cannot receive counsel The funny thing, and I'll tell you this, one of the prayers you should pray every time in your life is that God will help your heart. The funny thing is when someone is proud, they never know it. It's a dangerous thing. Even when you are talking to a proud person, he will say, it's true, it's true. Thank God I'm very humble. He's proud. And people don't want to offend you They might never tell you the truth. And I'll tell you this. Mark my words. You will have very few people in this life that will tell you the truth. Most people will not. You know the reason why they will not? We easily get offended now. We're easily offended. You can be managed on in life with all your weaknesses and people will tolerate you it would take somebody who is strong-hearted to look at you and say, i think that you have an issue here and as i see that most of our long-term friends are friends that i mean gave it very hard to us we separated for some time and came back to them again those are the friends that stick closer than a brother ability to receive godly counsel in second chronicles chapter 25 Verse 14 to 16, it tells us the story about Amaziah. In verse 16, stop the prophet stopped and says, I know that God has planned to destroy you because you have done this and have not listened to my counsel. So not listening to godly counsel can lead to the destruction of life, can lead to the destruction of dreams not listening to godly counsel if you want to follow go look at examples of people that listen to godly counsel in exodus chapter 18 verse 14 to 24 moses followed the counsel of his father-in-law in first kings chapter 1 verse 11 to 12 Nathan counseled besheba the mother of solomon in Job chapter 29, verse 21 to 23, they, to me, Job, they listened and waited and kept silent for my counsel. I want to pick up that word, kept silent for my counsel. I'll just write the scriptures down. I won't have time to go through them. My time is far gone. Job 29, verse 21 to 23, they kept silent for my counsel. Now, if you do not keep silent, you cannot receive counsel. You cannot receive counsel when you are talking at the same time. You know, people come to you, they sit with you, they want counsel from you, but they are doing all the talking. Men listened to me and waited and kept silence for my counsel. You cannot receive counsel in the midst of chaos and when you are doing all the talking. It's important to develop the habit of listening and sadly as a pastor i experience this all the time people leave their house come to my office they want counsel and they talk and i'm trying to give them counsel and they're doing all the talking i have to end up agreeing with them they say pastor do you see the point i say i see it You came to show me a point. You didn't come to ask for my counsel. And I'll tell you this. Never give a counsel to someone who is not willing to receive it. Never. They will never apply it. Once you observe someone is not willing to receive your counsel, do not offer it. there have to be a willingness look at that scripture men listen to me and waited you know some of us are in a hurry to get counsel for instance you ask someone for something and he say, oh just give me some minutes just just let's talk about this sometime later you say that person is proud how can i meet him for for just small counsel no no counsel is small every counsel can either ruin your life or make your life become better you have to patiently wait And I'll tell you this As a pastor for instance Some people join our ministry in like one month And they come to me Oh pastor I want counseling on this thing I tell them well I don't think I can counsel you right now And they're surprised You know why they're surprised I barely know them You can't just change church in one month And expect me to counsel you When I don't know you Everything you're telling me could be a lie Never be in a hurry to get counsel from people you don't know. You meet someone in the conference. You're quick to get counsel. There are some counsels that have to be given to people who know you. How your journey has been. Your tendencies. And you know why most of us always want new people to give us counsel? Because we refuse to listen to the counsel of the previous person. We're looking for who will endorse our decisions. Be willing. I, I put, a, put on my Twitter handle. Never have a mentor who you cannot listen to his instruction. Never have a mentor who you cannot listen to his instruction. What are the sources of counsel? The first one is the Lord. Job twelve verse thirteen. With him are wisdom and might. To him belong counsel and understanding. Job 12, 13 psalm 16 verse 7 just write the scriptures down psalm 16 verse 7 i will bless the lord who has counseled me psalm 25 verse 12 who is the man who fears the lord he will instruct him in the way he should choose psalm 32 verse 8 i the lord will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go Right? I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Psalm 33 verse 10 to 11. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. Psalm 73 verse 24. With your counsel you will guide me. Psalm 19 verse 21. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but the counsel or the purpose or the plans of the Lord will stand. One of the names of God in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 is Wonderful counselor right we have consequences for not seeking the Lord's counsel you have consequences for not seeking the Lord's counsel now of course the counsel of the Lord can come from inside of your spirit the Lord can speak to your inner man your inward man and give you counsel or give you instructions but another thing again is that the Lord can use people to counsel you. And that's where we are emphasizing. That if you want to be successful in life, what you need to do is to build a crop of people around you that can counsel you. I think the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about the stories we all heard this morning, I mean there were some things my wife was sharing this morning that I was also hearing for the first time she shared a few things with me but the beautiful thing about all the stories we heard this morning was that these people had the opportunity to take the wrong choices they had legitimate reasons to make the wrong choice they had legitimate reason to take the wrong turn but they choose not to let me tell you this every every, every I, I, I like putting the word godly so in case i didn't put godly no i'm referring to godly people every successful person who is godly had the opportunity to go the wrong way there is no excuse i'm telling you i mean kiki sharing his story this morning never heard about that there's no excuse you know people who say oh i lost my mother my mother when i was young that's why i'm robbing it that's no excuse no excuse if you fail in life it is your personal responsibility there's something our brother Gabriel said which I think it's very important he says we didn't have these things but I did not know how can a young man have eyes for something he cannot afford how does that thought cross your mind You are praying You know we've been deceived a lot To think that once we just come to church We just make a prayer We just give our tithe Then the next thing God is going to do The millions are going to come your way You're asking And I think that the people who mentor us And the people who pastor us Are very important to our success I had mentors Who Who if you go to them and say sir i want to start a business for instance and the business is 5000 they'll ask you how much do you have you say i don't have anything they say leave my office mm-hmm. those are the kind of mentors i have you know sometimes in a bid to keep people in our church we don't tell them the truth someone is asking you for help his phone is worth half of the money he's asking for. Why are you still keeping the phone? Those are the kind of mentors I had. One of my mentors, he will buy the phone off you then and give you the money. That's the kind of mentors I have. Or they will say, bring your phone. You are not calling anybody. You don't have money. Okay, no problem. When you finish and you make profit on this business, you come and redeem it. Look at it. It's in this cupboard but you know you try that now what's going to go around town ah that pastor is very wicked what is the benefit of discipline why do you discipline your children is it because you're wicked or because you're building something in them that when you're not there they can survive and i said this on sunday if you have to depend on people to make it in life you will not go very far godly counsel jethro moses listened to his father-in-law who do you listen to who do you listen to and i said this on wednesday there are people in your life you should not surprise Ah, i just want to surprise no there are people you should not surprise and the reason most of us are very secretive we've been taught wrongly when you share your dream, they will steal your dream. You don't know who is listening. You don't know. Who are so afraid? Ah, they want to take my star. What star? What star? Ah, you don't know. That's how they told, um, uh, somebody in Abakilike, before they know, the friend, why are you, why are you so negative about life? I, 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 I read this story. Uh, it's actually not a true story. It's a Greek mythology. There's someone was asking uh, one of the wise men. You know, it's not a true story. It's Greek mythology. Was asked me. He says, "Are there good people in this city?" The man said, "Yes, there are good people." Another man came and said, "Are there bad people in this city?" He said, "Yes, there are bad people." So the first guy said, "But you said there are good people in this city." and the the wise man said you will get who you are looking for you know what that means if you keep saying there are no good people in this world including you you know when you said there are no good people in this world you are part of the bad people right there are no good people in this world there are no good people in this world you know what you are going to meet you are going to always meet bad people meet bad people I don't believe that some of my closest friends till today are not people from my tribe I've met absolutely good people who will do anything to see our ministry go forward the person who pays for a radio program doesn't come to this church a member of another church he's somebody from another tribe I didn't meet him before I met him here is that not a good person? absolutely it's because you're a pastor we all become one if you think that's the easiest way to succeed then become one No, it's not because I'm a pastor. It's because I believe that I've found favor with God and favor with men. Your belief system is crucial to your success. If you have a victim mindset, you can never excel. Who can you receive counsel from? Godly people let's qualify that godly people we must not receive counsel from ungodly people we must make sure that the source of the counsel is pure you know when Ammon raped tamar what happened it was a counsel that someone gave so you can receive counsel that can destroy your life you can receive counsel that can destroy your life you must make sure that you're receiving godly counsel proverbs chapter 1 verse 8 to 9 proverbs chapter 6 verse 20 to 22 proverbs 23 22 you can put that up proverbs 23 22 if you have a godly father and mother listen to them if you have a godly father and mother listen to them i'll tell you a very practical story in my life i want these sessions to be really practical that's why we did this there was a lady in our church that I wanted to get married to. And it dragged on, dragged on for a while. And my, 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 my dad, my parents were not too excited about that decision. And so when I was about going to youth service, at about that time I knew I was going into full time ministry, so I wanted to get married very early. And uh, so I met my dad. And if you, if you call my dad, he'll tell you. I met him. I said, you know, I'm going to leave this lady, not because I want to, but I trust your wisdom. And I told him, but let it not happen tomorrow that I marry someone and I have a bad marriage. You'll never be free from it. (laughs) He said, you can trust me. I made that decision not because I was in a position to make that decision. I made that decision because I trusted that I have a godly parents. Many times in Scripture, the Bible talks about listening to your parents, especially when they are godly. I've given you three scriptures. I give you Proverbs six twenty to twenty two. I give you Proverbs twenty three twenty two. I give you Proverbs chapter six. Uh, Proverbs chapter one verse eight to nine. Counsel from godly parents. Listening to your parents. Listen to them, especially. I have qualified that. Especially when they are what? Godly. So you don't listen to somebody who is going after prophets or going to the shrine and say, Pastor, says, we should listen to our parents. Your life will go wrong. If your parents are godly, listen to them. Especially the young generation there is something about the teenage years that comes with independence you see let me let me explain this to you if you grow up not listening to counsel even at your adult age you will not listen to counsel there are people who have come to to, to us they want to do their wedding and we say do it this way do it this way do it this way they go about and do it the way they want to do it and get indebted no you don't do that one of my missionaries just got married and uh, I asked him what's the budget for the wedding he told me, I said how much do you have he told me what he has, I said well this is what I'm going to give to you, the wedding must not pass this amount they are married now absolutely debt free he said uh, someone asked me, when people come and the food is finished, what do we do tell them the food is finished, there's nothing to do about it again what will people think is not important by next week another wedding had replaced your own your own story will be old news there are things you can do stay within your limits it will guide everything you do in this life most of us it's amazing how many young people are indebted why are young people going into gambling why are they going into gambling in those days those older people that used to play pool why are younger people going into gambling trying to get money they haven't built capacity for listen to your mother and your father it's very important 1 Kings chapter 2 verse 1 to 4 you can get an example of a godly father's counsel 2nd Chronicles chapter 9 verse 23 and all the kings of the earth were seeking the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom which God had put in his heart you can listen to people who God had given wisdom there are some people who god had given wisdom sometimes people come to me and they're talking to me and i say well i think you need to talk with my wife she might not be very loud she might not be very you might not see her everywhere but i think there's a wisdom that god is put in her life there are some people you just know they've got the wisdom of god and people travel far and wide to listen to solomon some of you cannot be patient enough For an appointment to listen to counsel. You go and meet someone. I want this person to counsel me. After sitting for five minutes, what is it? Even God, if I want to see God, I will not wait this long. Pride. You cannot make the journey, the efforts. Have you ever traveled to spend time with your mentor just to listen to wisdom? It shows how serious you are about gaining wisdom. I don't have the time then you're not ready listen to me foolishness will cost you your highest dreams foolishness will cost you your highest dreams i said this on wednesday i'll repeat it as you grow older minimize your mistakes some mistakes are irreversible they are forgivable but the consequences are irreversible proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 he who walks with the wise will be wise he who walks with the wise will be wise. Proverbs 13.20 Build a circle of wise people around you. And how do you know that they are wise? The scripture says wisdom is justified by her children. What is the fruits in their life? One of our mentors in the ministry is Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. They've been married for 55 years this year. They've been married for 55 years. Their ministry is 50 years, <laughs> and we've got the picture of them. My parents haven't been married that long, so we've got a picture of them in our in our room. When you get into our um, sitting parlour, you just see there. And every time we talk about pastors' marriage, you know what we do? We keep our eyes on that. We keep our eyes on that. Walking with the wise. Walking with the wise. Build a circle of wise people around you. You don't have to have many friends, but have few quality friends who will impart wisdom to you. You know, let me, let me, let me say this. I'm not, please don't miss what I'm saying. Just take it from a good heart. I don't have friends that if I call them that I want a loan, they'll say, how much do you need? you understand the kind of friends i have if i say i want a loan they say what do you want what do you want it for i I don't know because they want to check and if i say i want to do do this they say no i'm not sure you can do it not that they want to talk down my dream they are building boundaries your own the true picture of a friend you say I want a loan. Say, I know a money lender. Come, 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 come. We can use our shoe. That's what you... A true friend is not the one that always says yes to you. Both of you might destroy yourself. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I remember one of, my, one of my mentors, I remember I told him I went to apply for a visa somewhere and uh I wanted to do a course. And he denied me the first time. So I applied again, they denied me again. So I called him. Oh, he said, God has blessed you so much. And then that's their first reaction. First reaction is not no, 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 no. No. First reaction is, you don't need it. You don't need it. If they don't you stay here, do what you're doing. That means they are not impressed that you traveled. Do you understand? You need to have wise people who are not impressed by your success. When I mean they are not impressed by your success, this is what it means. Regardless of what you achieve, they keep looking at you and say, I hope your feet are still on the ground. That's what they're looking for. You tell them, oh, we went this high. They say, let's check your feet. Let's, let's still check. Are your legs still on the ground? That's what is important to us. Stop working with people who you impress i just bought a new car wow 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 let's wash it let's make it let's do this snap it let's update it no 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 you tell your friends i just bought a new car the first question they're asking you is it paid for do you really need it do you need a third car i mean if you have some of the crazy ones they'll now challenge you have you done something for the gospel up to that amount do you understand they are not impressed by your new toys that you call success they are checking if your values are still intact you have friends say hey i want to travel abroad the first thing they're asking you is your family going with you and if you say no they said why you know what is important to them not that you traveled Your family is important to them. He that walks with the wise. Never walk with people who are impressed by your success. Walk with people who are making sure that you have the right values. That your feet are still on the ground. That you're still making the right decisions. And those ones, I'll tell you the truth, they are difficult to come by. And if God blesses you with any one of those ones, keep them. Nurture them. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? Right. Experienced people. You can seek counsel from experienced people. The people who have experience in certain things. For instance, as a minister of the gospel, I can seek counsel from people who have pastored for a long time. They would have gone through the things I'm going through. And the mistake that Jeroboam did... Um, In 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 6 to 8 It's 8, 6 to 8 1 Kings 12, 6 to 8 Give me verse 8 alone He went to seek the counsel of the people Who walked with his fathers And you know what happened? He forsook that counsel He went with the young ones And he lost the kingdom 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 6 to 8 He lost the kingdom He lost the kingdom One counsel to Jeroboam Made him to lose the kingdom That his father has given to him but he rejected the advice which the elders had given him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him who stood before him and as he rejected that advice what happened he lost the kingdom that's when you follow advice of inexperienced people people who don't have you both of you are both of you are are, are writing jam you are asking him which school to fill and both of you are writing jam. He has never gone to the university. You are asking him which school to fill. You know when when we were growing up, I went to Delta State University, just just a few minutes from where we are. You know when we were growing up, him were filling form. Where do you want to go to? Ah man, Ife going to Efe. <laughs> Where do you want to go to? Ah, Ibadan. Where? Ah, Unilak In fact, if there was any university at the border of Nigeria to maybe Togo, that's where we want to and I will miss one of my mentors I said well it's time to go to school you guys said, be honest with yourself you need to go to a school close by so that by the time your parents are able to give you anything all the money won't be spent for transport you know like Gabriel was telling us they give you 6,000, transport is 4,000 so actually what they gave you was 2,000 and you know most of my friends they struggled to get into the university because number one I got admission quite easily because it was my state, catchment area and all that i paid less fees because i was an indigent so it was easy to go to school there were guys who went that, i'm not saying you shouldn't go to a foreign university guys who went to a fair went to uni after one year they had to come back no transport no yeah you know sometimes you don't need a prophet to tell you the state of your life you sit down and make the right decision don't seek counsel from inexperienced people tap into experience okay some people not to take counsel from you they are evil counsel idolatrous counsel people who don't have the right motives what is the blessing and benefit of seeking counsel i'll just Do this quickly The blessing and benefit of seeking counsel Number one, success Proverbs 11 verse 14 In the abundance of counselors there is victory Counsel brings success Proverbs 15 verse 22 Without consultation plans are frustrated But with many counselors they succeed Godly counsel brings success Direction and guidance Counsel brings direction and guidance I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you do go. I will counsel you with my, with my eyes upon you. Psalm 73 verse 24 With your counsel, you will guide me. Counsel will give you direction. Will give you guidance. Tell you what to do. How to go about it. You know, sometimes people come to me in the office to seek counsel. And I say, well, on this matter, I'll talk to this person. For instance, you're seeking my counsel about business. I say, oh well, talk to that business person. You know why? They are involved in that field. I'm a pastor. I can give you the basic advice, but if you really need to excel in this, you have to... Why do companies get consultants? Why do they pay so much for consultants? Guidance. As big as the oil firms we have, they'll take foreign experts. they'll take consultants to come in. Why? Guidance. Because they know that the cost of failure is huge. In those days, I don't know if it still works now, but you know we used to have guidance and counselors in school, right? What do they do? They look at your subjects. They look at where you were good in. I've told you my story many times. I've always, well, I don't know, but you know, growing up, what do you want to become? Mechanical engineer, electrical engineer, even though we do not know what else. Man, go to physics class, chemistry class, titration. I drank base like nobody's business. Just taking the test. <laughs> my friends should love me So before you know oh <laughs> and i said i won't succeed in this thing just simple titration that's very i mean that should be the easiest thing and they are taking base like holy communion so i was not born for this chemistry exam i stood up i said i'm not doing chemistry again Physics class calculate 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 i didn't seem to remember I was not out for science and all my friends, you can make it. You know, sometimes motivation can be destructive. It's like they say, You, you leave a motivational seminar and say you can make it, you can make it. You now carry bike that you want to use it to tow uh, uh, Tipper that you can make it. Ha. At the point, my dad just called me say You are struggling in your school not because you're not intelligent, but you're doing the wrong subjects. It's coming out 22nd, 23rd, you know, like when they are calling. Cards in school, you know that for the first 20 names you will show up, you can go and play. You know, when you just get 19, you know, say, okay, we're around this area somewhere here, we'll find ourselves. (laughs) And I switched subjects. And the reason we didn't want to switch subjects then was arts was made up of ladies, you know, shorthand type. Ah, can you go and sit with girls? Commerce. Ah, can you be doing commerce? A man like you. Ah, God forbid, but I like the commerce. Government. What is government? you know what? got into that class first them came out tops all are novels in literature as my dad bought them during the holidays i had finished all of them before school started i have found my place and when i get admission in accounting, also, I was the one that went there and said, give me social studies. Where do you find the women in this, in this school? They said social studies education. Let's be, let's be among the women. Blessed are thou amongst women. That's where we excel. I changed department. I mean, and I'm happy for it. Sometimes we struggle because we don't listen to people. Not because you cannot succeed, but in an attempt to impress the wrong crowd. You make the wrong decisions. That's why I said in the beginning, never walk with people who are impressed by your success. They celebrate you, they rejoice with you, but it doesn't move them. Are you following what I'm saying? Sometimes, negative example, but sometimes when you, when they catch like armed robbers and the rest, you know what actually gives them away? What gives them away is the celebration, in quotes, of their success. They are finished, Robbie. They collect the money. You have friends that say, "Let's go and burn this money. Let's go and spend this money." Those people who are impressed by your success are the ones who will now give you up. The higher we go in life, the more we need to make sure that our feet is on the ground, and it's a deliberate effort. It's a deliberate effort consequences of not seeking counsel okay we're looking at what the benefits of seeking counsel success direction guidance wisdom wisdom and joy you just get joy in getting fulfilled consequences of not seeking counsel death there are people who didn't listen to counsel they literally died and you can see this in first chronicles 10 13 to 14 second chronicles 22 3 to 5 second chronicles 25 is 16 proverbs 1 24 to 32 by the tape First Chronicles 10, 13, 14 2 Corinthians 22, 3, 5 Corinthians 25, 16 Proverbs 1, 24 to 32 when I mean death here although I don't want to mean it literally but in some of these scripture verses you mean literally but it can actually mean death of your dreams death of your ambition death of your business not seeking counsel can lead to siege of life it leads to strife Proverbs 13.10 True presumption comes nothing but strife With those who receive counsel is wisdom Let's put that up Proverbs 13 verse 10 True presumption You just presume that you know You presume that you have all the knowledge You presume But pride comes nothing but strife But well advised is wisdom Wisdom The well advised I like that word well advised Okay Proverbs fifteen twenty two plans will be frustrated. Where there's no consultation, plans are frustrated. Failure, Proverbs eleven verse fourteen, failure. Where there's no guidance, the people fail. There's need for us to receive guidance. And I said this to you when you meet wealthy people, never seek for their money, seek for their wisdom. I've never met any of my mentor and i said well uh, i want you to open doors for me you know i <laughs> like Gabriel said, i've had young people who say i want you to mentor me sir. i want you to mentor me after one year they they're they accusing you man of god We see that doors are open are opening to you you are standing on the shoulder of people to go ahead man of god sir we need to stand on your shoulder i say come down The first thing someone who currently mentors me in this country the first thing you do if you want someone to mentor you uh, let me talk about ministry get all his messages and listen to them in his messages are his wisdom the first guy who mentored me in ministry before i got into full-time ministry when i traveled i went to buy 60 of his cassette tapes there, and i spent time listening to them When you listen to a man, you will get his wisdom. When you read the books of a man, you will get his wisdom. Now, I just want to close with this. Eight characteristics of a godly mentor. Because we've been talking about mentorship a long time now. We've mentioned it. Everybody is mentioning it. So I want to talk about eight characteristics of a godly mentor. Number one, knowledge Proverbs 24 verse 4 A good mentor is knowledgeable about the word of God And well acquainted with sound teaching These men and women stick to the solid truths of God's word Knowledge Your mentor must be knowledgeable Not just about things but about the word of God Number two, wisdom Your mentor should have wisdom. Proverbs 10 verse 14. A good mentor applies the knowledge of God's word in their everyday interactions with family, friends, and strangers. Wisdom. Number three. A good mentor, a godly mentor, should have experience. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 6. A good mentor must have life experience that has proven his or her perseverance in the faith. A godly mentor must have experience. Been there for a while. Gone through the challenges. I remember when we were doing one of our meetings we started and I called one of my mentors. I said, people are not showing up. <laughs> like I said, I have very very mentors who are not impressed. I mean, I think it was Pastor Banky I called. I called Pastor Banky and I said, hey, I'm having this meeting And people are not showing up Like I think they should show up He said how long have you been doing it I said four months He said let's talk about this after you have done it for a year How is that for a council What did he say Let's talk about this After you have done it for a year That means that It's not something we should talk about Until after one year Simply means stay there but how many of you know some of us will not be open to that say "Ah, that man is insensitive because he's big no it's what made him big that is teaching you and you know what I did even though I've had thoughts that I will shut this meeting down I continued because I cannot call a man my mentor if I'm going to debate his counsel I trust him that's why I say you cannot just make everybody your mentor are you following what I'm saying? Anybody who is your mentor is somebody is like I've entrusted my life to you. So it's not everybody. I want you to mentor me. I want you to mentor me. No, no, not everybody can. Not everybody can. Look at this. Discernment. Philippians one ten. A good mentor designs what is good through the scripture and prayer. Discernment. Discernment. Truthfulness, Ephesians 4.15 A good mentor will speak the hard truth to you in love. They want you to live righteously and avoid the pitfalls of ignorance. A good mentor will speak the truth to you. It might be difficult, but he'll let you know about it. He'll let you know about it. He'll speak the truth to you. Number, number what? Six. Compassion. A good mentor is marked by the agape love and compassion of god their speech and action towards all people reflect the love of christ colossians chapter 3 verse 12. can you observe that everything we are talking about here we have not started talking about how much the mentor has where he lives what he drives because most of us that's what we use as criteria for mentorship Ah, this guy is driving a bigger car. He will be a better mentor. What we do, what we what we want is not mentorship. We want handouts. Never exchange wisdom for money. It's a poor exchange. Never exchange wisdom for money. It's a very poor exchange. Look at this. Integrity. Second Corinthians 1.12 A good mentor strives to live a life of integrity, even when the world belittles their stance for what is right. They refuse to bow down to the complicity or make excuse to justify themselves. Do they have integrity? Does this man has, have integrity? If the person has integrity, he will, send, he will push down integrity to you. He will tell you to make the right decisions. Do you know that there are some things right now, I'm afraid, for instance, not, not like right now, but there are things I want to do, and when I think about how do I tell my mentor about this, I just I can't. Do you understand? For instance, let me give you an example. Maybe we're building this building and then we're stuck with funds. And I decide, oh man, I'm going to bring a prophet to raise funds. You know, I can do that. But you know, I can't tell any of my mentors about that. Because, you know, when I call them, I say, this is what I want to do. You know, they'll just say, call me again because I'm not sure it's you talking. Because they won't listen. It's not something you should debate. There should be people in your life, you know that, if I want to do wrong, I can't tell these people. If they hear, I'm finished. There's nobody like that in your life Then I don't know But you need to have some I remember when I wanted to get married to my wife The first question I asked her I said who are your friends I'd like to talk with your friends It's very important Because if I can, if I can talk to your friends Then I know what you people value I know who you are Your friends reflect you Your friends show who you are And most times you receive counsel from them so you need to choose carefully reputation proverbs 22 verse one a good mentor secures their reputation by making everyday choices that reflect the grace and the mercy given to them by christ they make efforts to reveal the influence of jesus on their lives these are the seven characteristics of a good mentor knowledge wisdom experience discernment truthfulness compassion Integrity, reputation. Eight, right? Eight. Let me stop here. They must have these qualities. Principles for godly success. Listen to good counsel. Amen. I said amen. Please make sure. Don't do things without seeking the right counsel. I beg you. Listen to counsel. Ask people. This is where I am. This is where I am now. How can I get to the next place? What steps can I take? Praise the name of the Lord. Let's just bow and slip. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you this morning. We're excited, the possibilities of your word. We thank you, Father God. We pray right now that by your spirit and your grace. You will help us to make the right choices in life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Present Truth Broadcast with Pastor Maxwell O'Gaga. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would also like to hear from you. Send us an email. Info at pastormax.ng Or call 805 888 God bless you.